in. I guess Scott and I, we were talking about it, kind of surprised that uh, they didn't go along with the governor and hold this thing off a little bit. Yeah, you got to wonder what the motives are, but it is what it is, and boy, mask up if, you have, if you're going out there to vote. And yeah. uh, apparently we won't know the results until for another week yet because of uh, that previous extension that uh, judges, the court made that uh, we can wait for those results until the 15th when all the ballots are in. All right. So, again, it is uh, election day, and uh, if you uh, did not get your – I'm disappointed. I applied for an absentee ballot. In fact, you helped me do it. I got the thing that said, yep, you're good to go. I never got it. Yeah, I don't know why that it. would be. I don't know why the Probably reason. get it tomorrow. Yeah, really. <laughs> Good time to get it. But, uh, again, we've got the first crop progress report. As you can expect, that doesn't say much. Our Wisconsin congressional, congressional delegation, everybody on both sides of the aisle, signed the letter to the Ag Secretary asking him to take action. We'll talk about that, what that action is that they'd like to have. So lots to talk about here this morning. 50 degrees. We'll get to about 66. These showers will move on. We'll see some sun later on today. Girl, you taught me. For 60s, some folks probably around 70 today. Rain early, sun later. 5 o'clock, this is 104.5 FM, WAXX. So, Claire, let's get some news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Bill Gates is ready to spend billions to help develop a coronavirus vaccine. Brian Shook reports. According to the Wall Street Journal, the Microsoft co-founder said the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation will fund the construction of seven factories to turn out the most promising vaccines. Gates plans to work with seven different vaccine makers to speed up production of the most promising efforts to fight COVID-19. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. The coronavirus is spreading within Customs and Border Protection. At least 160 of its employees tested positive for the respiratory illness as of Sunday. About a third of those cases are in New York. The agency didn't specify what part of CBP the employees worked in. Officials argued that they're taking every precaution to keep their workforce and Americans safe during the pandemic. President Trump could step into the case around Navy Captain Brenton Crozier. During a White House briefing, Trump said he may just get involved. Crozier lost command of the USS Theodore Roosevelt after a letter he wrote to top brass about coronavirus concerns leaked to the media. He was excoriated by the acting secretary of the Navy for the letter. Trump was also critical, arguing the letter was a mistake and shows weakness. But Trump said he's good at settling arguments and may look at it in great detail. A federal judge is letting some abortions resume in Oklahoma. A restraining order will remain in effect until at least April the 20th. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt issued an order last month that suspended all elective surgeries in the state, including abortions, due to the coronavirus pandemic. The federal court will allow medical and surgical abortions for anyone who would not be able to legally undergo the procedure after April the 30th, when the governor's emergency order was set to expire. And Disney is launching a new website called Magic Moments. It offers free activities and videos for kids, including the animated series At Home with Olaf. Families can also go on a virtual It's a Small World boat ride at parks around the world. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. You know, Bill Gates, God love him. He's made billions and billions and billions of dollars, but he's given billions back for, well, the coronavirus. I don't know how much he's going to give for that, billions. But uh, he and Melinda Gates Foundation has given billions of dollars away to help people's lives all over the world. Education, the whole works. Oh, hospitals and building houses. It's a 
it's remarkable what uh, what he has done. So uh, congratulations. I wish, uh, you know, we had more of these people that uh, yep. have more more than they need to worry about supper tonight. But uh, <laughs> Bill Gates has really been a benefactor for, for good, that's for sure. Yep. Hopefully we'll get to more of this, and hopefully the bottom line is hopefully they'll find that vaccine. Four minutes, but I know it's going to take a while, obviously. Four minutes after 5 o'clock, and we'll look at your weather. We'll look at the markets. We'll look at the news. It's a busy morning here at Wax. During these challenging times, Equity Livestock in Stratford wants you to know that we are here for you. To better serve your needs starting in April, we will be having a weekly hay and straw sale each Tuesday at 10 a.m., At this time, we can only allow those interested in being active buyers to attend with no spectators. All purchases must be paid for before loading. Give us a call today for all of your hay and livestock marketing needs at 715-687-4101. Hi, I'm Ben Lane, and I'm running for Circuit Court Judge in Chippewa County. As a judge, I will remain fair and impartial with a commitment to public safety. I'm already trusted to decide hundreds of cases each year as a court commissioner, so I'll be ready to get to work on day one. I will ensure that Chippewa County remains a safe place to live and raise a family. Avoid the crowds and stay healthy by voting early and absentee for me, Ben Lane, between now and April 7th. Paid for by friends of Ben Lane. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get at it. It's a little bit... Around here, kind of misty. I don't think I really call it a heavy rain. Up north, they've had heavy rains go through off and on this morning. That'll eventually give way later on today to some sunshine and a pretty nice day. Temperatures should be in the upper 60s around uh, much of the listening area. Farther south you go, could see 70 degrees. A little fog out there, too, this morning, so be careful of that. And then it clears up, so it'll be clear overnight, and it'll drop off to 39. As It's going to cool off now. Today, the last, what I would call... Warm day. Tomorrow it'll be 56, but uh, that is uh, something that, I don't know, is it warm or is it cool? <laughs> you, you decide, but 56 will be the high. Maybe some uh, showers early, but then sunshine, mostly sunshine Thursday and Friday, but high's only going to be in the 40s. Chance of some showers on Saturday, 52. Sunday, 42 with a chance of showers, maybe even a little white stuff. In there, nothing to get excited about, but uh, still a possibility. 46 in Green Bay, 45 in Milwaukee, 49 in the Madison Sun Prairie area, 45 in Wausau, 47 at Marshfield in Rice Lake, where the heavy rains have gone through there this morning, and uh, we're looking at 47 right now. 50 in La Crosse and Eau Claire on our way to the upper 60s today. That's a look at our weather. Hey, let's get a look at the markets next. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. I'm a mom, and that means I worry about keeping my kids safe and well. That's why it took my breath away when I read about the nurse who abused newborns in a Madison hospital. And that's why it made me sick when I heard about the light sentence he got from Jill Karofsky. The nurse was convicted of 19 felonies, bruises, broken bones, a fractured skull. One tiny little boy had 17 fractures. 
it's hard to hear. And it's impossible to imagine living through as a parent. Jill Karofsky knew the agonizing pain those babies felt as a monster snapped their bones. Babies who didn't understand. And I don't understand why Jill Karofsky decided their pain was only worth a 13-year sentence. She could have given him 148 years. Having a conscience matters on the Supreme Court. Jill Karofsky doesn't have one. And that's why I'm joining law enforcement and supporting Daniel Kelly for Supreme Court. Paid for by RPW as an in-kind Friends of Justice Daniel Kelly. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our look at the markets this morning. And Scott, the cash livestock trade. Fed beef steers are at a dollar to a dollar fourteen with mixed ninety-five to ninety-nine. Fed beef heifers eighty to one twelve with mixed seventy to seventy-nine. Fed Holstein steers are at eighty to eighty-eight. Cows forty-seven to sixty-six, and bulls sixty-eight to eighty-nine. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at twenty-five to forty. Sows thirty-five to forty-six. Boars ten to thirteen. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are one twenty to one twenty-five, and feeder lambs are at. 120 to 140. And taking a look at the Mercantile Exchange, futures markets continue this wild swings up and down. April live cattle 83.82 at the close, down 450. June cattle at 80.30, that's down 55 cents. August cattle at 84.82, that was up 52. And October cattle 90.32, up a dollar 82. Feeder cattle for the May contract 109.30, up a dollar 20. August 11650 up 207 September feeders 118 even that's up 220 and October feeder cattle 11952 up 262 lean hog carcass contracts April 4112 that's up 90 cents May at 4537 that's uh, up 415 June at 4965 up a dollar 32 and July hogs 5477 up 205. Board of Trade continues to be, uh, well, just uncertainty in these markets. The traders, one day they might see a positive sign, next day, nope, not so much. And so the markets haven't moved a lot. Overnight, May corn went up two cents to 330. The oats down a penny at 272. May wheat down six at 549. May soybeans up a nickel at 860. Soybean meal down 20 cents at 296.80 a ton. Barrel cheese down four and three quarters to a dollar nine. Blocks down two and a quarter to a dollar twelve and three quarters. Butter down two and a half at one twenty-five and a half. Near month class three prices were lower. April thirteen eighty-eight down nineteen. May down to eleven eighty-three down thirty-five. June thirteen oh five down eight. July up thirty-two cents at fourteen forty. August up forty-one as prices were up through January after we get out into June. So that's the way the markets look. 11 minutes after 5 at Wax. Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com, a site about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try Ozzy's online quiz today and win two free tickets to anywhere on United. Ozy.com. 
it's that time of the year when the greenhouses are getting down to business. I'm Scott Schultz with a focus on energy update today with Tad Beeksma, Ag Technical Energy Specialist with Focus on Energy. Tad, lighting in the greenhouses is so important and in these days of kind of tight margins, especially this year, lighting and savings on lighting might be important more than ever. What kind of incentives does Focus on Energy have for those greenhouses? Hi, Scott. Uh, You hit the nail on the head there. Uh, The biggest cost in uh, greenhouses as far as electrical usage uh, is the lighting portion. Focus on Energy uh, is incentivizing LED lighting. So uh, we've been changing technologies in greenhouses for years here, just like we have in your your home or office. And LED lighting is uh, much more efficient an option, up to 70% savings on choosing LED lights uh, for your greenhouse applications. Are there special greenhouse LED lights or is an LED light an LED light? There are uh, specific horticultural lighting LEDs, they call them. So these are LEDs that produce uh, light that is specifically for plants uh, in the areas where they need that energy to grow uh, photosynthesis Uh, and uh, complete the process of growing. And so uh, these lights are very specialized. That's one of the things that um, many greenhouse uh, operators don't realize. They can't just put in a standard LED. Uh, They'll have to get something that is made for greenhouses. Um, We can help there. We can give you advice from our uh, energy advisors. The number there is 888-623-2146. And again, those lights can save up to 70%. So it is um, quite a bit of savings for these greenhouse professionals. I've heard the word flexibility used in this entire thing, that greenhouse producers could have some lighting flexibility with these lights too. Right. Every different plant needs a little bit different types of light and different intensities. And so these lights are, uh, LED lights are dimmable, Uh, you can select what part of the spectrum of lighting that you want to concentrate on the plants. So they are very flexible in um, how you can operate these, get more efficiency out of them, get more productivity. So just a great option for uh, greenhouses. And you've told me in the past that other equipment associated with the entire operation, the wiring and all kinds of things, the cost of those things can be lowered through LED lighting too. Yeah, once you um, lower the wattage, uh, the the power requirements within the greenhouse, smaller wires, smaller electrical equipment all the way around uh, goes with that. So savings to be found there as well when you're installing these new lights. Are there requirements for participation in this program? There are some requirements. Uh, You can find uh, the list of requirements, focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Or again, you can call uh, one of our energy advisors and they can help you out, 888-623-2146. They're very technically savvy on what types of lights might be best for you, how to control them. Uh, Giving a call and talking to someone will really help get the process going for uh, people who are interested with greenhouses. The website again and the phone number one last time. Again, yeah, that's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness or they can call 888-623-2146. That's Tad Beeksma, Ag Technical Energy Specialist with Focus on Energy.
When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're approaching 16 minutes after 5 o'clock, 50 degrees right now. We've got a little fog out there, some scattered showers moving through up north. They've been a little heavier this morning. We had the soil thermometer out. What did it look like? Yeah, it had 50 degrees on it. Yeah, it's warm out. Getting warmer yeah. out there. So uh, we're getting close, but still. And we've got the uh, crop progress report. Well, what did that say? We got the crop progress report. Go to that. Tell us what yep. it said. That first crop progress report was issued this week, and it shows winter wheat around the country is rated 62% good to excellent this week, a little better than at that time last year. The report also shows 26% of the oats have been seeded, with 24% of those plants already emerging. This week's report didn't give an update on early corn planting in the south. That report also shows 2% of the oats have been planted here in Wisconsin, and 1% of spring tillage has been done. But farmers in most areas are saying fields are still too wet to be worked. Topsoil is rated 48% adequate and 52% surplus with north-central parts of the state reporting moisture at 80% surplus. And there's some heavy soils in uh, central, north-central Wisconsin, so it's going to take a while to dry some of that out, that's for sure. So and uh, this week they didn't have any comments from any of the local producers so I'm sure next week or as we get further into the season. But I am surprised they didn't have anything going on about uh, corn planting in the south. You know, Texas and down in that part of the country, they get started in, well, March, sometimes late February, but March. But uh, no report on any progress of corn planting down in that part of the country. 17 and a half after 5 o'clock. And as we look at our calendar, again, things are off. So was I for a minute here. <laughs> <laughs> but again, we've got uh, things that have been either canceled or changed as far as how they are supposed to be handled. The uh, Wisconsin Livestock Identification Consortium annual meeting scheduled for today in Madison postponed. Also, the Dairy and Dairy Calf and Heifer Association annual meeting in Madison today through Thursday has also been canceled. UW Discovery Farms, their Northeast Regional Tile Webinar, that's for tomorrow, that's online only. And also scheduled for tomorrow was, and I say was, the Wisconsin Farm Technology Days Organization annual meeting down in Madison. That has been canceled for tomorrow. Now, that's the annual meeting where uh, the organization that puts the show on gets together and talks to officials from all kinds of counties, the county that just put it on, the county that's going to put it on, and the county that's going to put it on after that. But that has been canceled. So, again, and we'll keep you updated on if that's being rescheduled. And what did we find out last week, uh, Scott, as far as this year's show here in Eau Claire County? We'll get an update on May 1st. May 1st is when we're looking at an update. It's The planning is still going forward, but uh, limited, uh, I 
I assume. Yeah, yeah. So we'll well, we'll find out for sure. And uh, Scott and I are both uh, helping out on the publicity and news information committee. All right, we're going to talk about. Well, we're going to talk about pro- progressive agricultural safety coming up. Jana Davidson's going to give us a little update on what's going on in that area. Yeah, it's good to talk about farm safety. We're getting into the time of year. We're going to be using a lot of big machines. Here at Ag Country Farm Credit Services, reinvesting dollars back into the community is one way we serve rural America. This year, we are excited to be able to pay our member owners a record $60 million in cash dividends. Going forward and barring any unforeseen events, it is our intention to continue to pay a 1% cash dividend on all eligible business. To find out how you can earn a cash dividend, contact your local Egg Country office today. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, if you didn't think you were a creative person before, COVID-19 has certainly made you get creative. And we're finding organizations and people all across the United States, not just in agriculture, in all sectors, that are having to think outside the box. Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And Caitlin, we keep on telling the stories of those that are getting creative, uh, finding ways to connect with people in what should be their busy time of the year. Tell us more. That's right, Josh. This is Caitlin Riley on the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse. And now more than ever, kids are back on the farm and equipment will hopefully be rolling soon with planting season coming up. Normally, the Progressive Agriculture Foundation helps communities host safety days across the nation. And this is, like you said, their busy season. They're sponsor driven with important information. So I reached out to Janet Davidson. She's an education content specialist with that foundation. And she's found, like you said, a creative, unique way to adapt to this current situation we sure are so our program progressive agriculture safety days actually started back in 1995 so we're getting ready now for our 26th season and we are very excited coming off of celebrating our 25th anniversary and looking at 2020 it looked like it was good you know we had the vision of safety and uh, everything was in place our t-shirts all everything and then COVID-19 pandemic you know happened so basically our program what we do is we deliver safety and health messages to children living in farming and rural communities all over North America. What separates us from other maybe safety and health groups is that we really make sure we're doing hands-on fun activities with these children that are going to give them a message to go home and teach mom and dad, teach grandparents, teach their brothers and sisters at home. So we do it in a really unique way. We're not there to lecture. We're there to um, give them a hands-on experience. And that's really what really sets us apart. And of course, not being able to be hands-on is kind of a bummer because that's a great way for kids to learn. But instead, you guys are giving us a virtual opportunity, which is great for parents who want something due to their kiddos at home. Or maybe if there's any teachers out there who might be looking for some ideas of ways to supplement their digital programming, there are these learning drops. Do you want to tell me what those are and where that idea came from? Absolutely. Middle of March, you know, when we started to um, hear about this pandemic really hitting the U.S. and really shutting down a lot of our schools. And we started to think, wow, this is our busiest season. You know, our spring is such a busy time. Schools are getting ready to let out for the year in April and May. That's when we're going to see a majority of our safety days happen. So we really thought about it. We thought, well, how can we still, you know, deliver our message and continue our mission. So we thought about these daily learning drops. We've had some video footage of us teaching 
Safety Day activities on safety and health-related topics, and we thought, well, what are some more that we can come up with? So I have two young girls here at home with me. Several of us on staff have some children at home, so we've been able to utilize our, our children to take part in some activities and record them to show how you can incorporate this at your home or how you can teach this as a really important safety and health lesson while you're at home because I think safety and health Many times it's sad to say, but that gets pushed to the back burner. And this is the time, now that we have time, let's really focus on that and sharing some of those lessons. So, you know, some of the things we've covered have been talking about weather safety, a really important one right now, proper hand washing, which many were finding did not know how to do that until this pandemic hit and we started to hear more and more about that. But things like chemical safety, blind spots safety, grain safety, water safety, and then one that we have a new chapter coming out on is on mental well-being and stress management. So that one, we talk through children building stress balls to really cope with stress. We're all feeling stressed right now. You know, some of us who really enjoy being out, maybe we're missing our favorite sports, maybe we're, you know, missing our friends at school or at work. You know, we're feeling some extra stress and so are the children. So this is a really good time to, to talk about some coping strategies and, and work through them while you're at home. Yeah, and I can imagine, too, some of the stress that those parents feel can bleed over into the children's lives because they're pretty aware of what's happening in their own household. Exactly. So I think we also we often might think that children don't know what's going on, but they, they, they're very perceptive and, you know, they feel what mom and dad are feeling as well. So, yeah, it is really important to start talking to them about that. And a good reminder of safety for the kids and mom and dad, too, because just like you said, you have your girls at home. Kids are on the farm now more often than what they probably would be because normally they would be in a traditional classroom setting. And so this is a good reminder for everyone to keep an eye out for anyone who may be running around behind that tractor or skid loader or things like that. It sure is because we're getting ready for spring planting and, you know, kids are now available to help a little more. And and what better education to be out on the farm and and learning about agriculture and fostering your love of agriculture. But again, we want to do that in a safe and healthy way. And there's so many ways that we can deliver these messages and do nice little reminders on what, what children need to be doing when they're on the farm as well as what parents need to be role modeling for those children. And you guys are a sponsored program. I know a lot of communities had their dates set. What are they doing now? Are they postponing or what are they doing to kind of make do for when this pandemic does subside? Because we know it will. We just have to make it to that point. Absolutely. So what we've been hearing right now from our coordinators, our goal right now is to stay in contact with our coordinators. Let them know that it's okay on what they decide. We're here for them along the way. We're here to support them. So we've been having every other week, we've been just having an open line with them via Zoom where they can join in either by phone, by video, and just chat with us. You know, what are you feeling? What are you thinking about? Here's what you can do to, you know, change the date of your safety day or, or move it. A lot of folks have been postponing theirs to the fall. So if they have a school event, they're, they're moving it to the fall. And some have just been moving it to, to 2021. And they say, you know what, we're going to double next year. We're going to actually, we don't want to miss this grade that we focus on. So next year, we're actually going to do two, two events. So it's been very positive. I think our coordinators love our program so much that they don't, they don't want to see it not happen or that children not be reached with these messages. 
So they're really thinking ahead of how they're going to continue with our program even through this pandemic. And whether it is your daily learning drafts or getting ready for when we can amp up those progressive egg safety days in person again, is there anything that the community or partners or people at home can do to help keep this going? One thing is getting to know more about us. So I encourage our listeners to go to our website, which is www.progressiveag.org. So it's progressiveag.org. And once you go on there, um, you're going to find out a little bit more about us. That's where you can stay in contact and see what safety days may happen later this year. We do have a little calendar of events up at the top of our website. This is 2020 Safety Days. Most of those safety days, too, if you find one that's in your area, they're always looking for volunteers and other folks to help. So you can reach out and, you know, volunteer yourself. Maybe you want to get your children involved somehow. But if you don't see a safety day in your location, that's no problem. We can easily add you or, you know, you can apply to host one in 2021 and start, you know, bringing these messages to your local community. And if you want to take part in some of these daily drops and find out more about them, they're right on our Facebook page. The easiest way is to go to that website, progressiveag.org, and you're going to see a little Facebook symbol at the, the top and the bottom of the page. Just click on that. It'll direct you right to our Facebook page. And every day at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, we will be dropping a new topic. So today's message is going to be on fire escape plans. So many of us, we might talk about it, but how many of us have that fire escape plan in place? And again, that's uh, Janet Davidson, ProgressiveAgSafety.com online. So again, we should start talking or should talk about it all the time, but we're getting to that season where agriculture safety is so important, especially in these times of frustration. You know, you don't social distancing, you know, yeah. you're hooking up machinery, you know, you're normally close to each other. And so you're yelling to somebody to how to hook it up and it goes wrong. So boy, I'll tell you, we gotta, we gotta be careful. That's right. So make sure that uh, farm safety is among all the other things you got on your mind, but farm safety is there as well. So very important. We're going to get some local news. Kelly and the weather. We got a busy Tuesday morning here at Wax. We'll make your building tough as a Northland with quality materials and custom made plans. Northland Buildings. Great styles and colors. Safe and secure, come snow, wind, or storms. Protect all you own, farm, business, or home. Northland Building. Thinking about building? Get a Northland Building with a 50-year snow load warranty for your peace of mind. Find out what farmers across the Midwest already know. A Northland Building is long-lasting, economical, and protects your farm machinery, livestock, and equipment. Plan your new building now and get on Northland's spring build schedule. You gotta hurry, it fills up fast. Call 800-736-4510 or go to northlandbuildings.com and get a quality building at a fair price. Built tough for the Northland. Northland Building. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Almost 29 minutes before 6 o'clock. We'll get our weather update with Kelly Slifka here in just a few moments, but uh, we're going to find out what's going on in 
Some of our other news this morning, Scott has that. What's up? What is happening? As we mentioned earlier, voters across Wisconsin will vote today, and they can vote in person. The Wisconsin Supreme Court last evening overruled Governor Tony Evers, who earlier in the day ordered the election move to June and canceled the current in-person voting. The United States Supreme Court then ruled last night that absentee ballots sent after today will not count. Both rulings upset Democrats in Wisconsin and across the country. Wisconsin Republicans say the courts sided with the state's election laws. Voters across Wisconsin could see troops at the polls today. The Wisconsin National Guard said as many as 2,400 guardsmen have been trained to work as poll workers. More than 60% of Wisconsin cities and counties say they don't have enough people to work at the polls for today's election. Guard commanders say the troops will wear civilian clothes, will work in their home counties, and will do uh, or simply do the job that volunteers usually do on election day. The number of people infected with the coronavirus in Wisconsin is continuing to grow. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday confirmed 2,400 cases, but local health departments last night added about 1,000 cases to that total. Right now, more than 2,500 people have been confirmed to have the coronavirus. Public health managers say 85 people have died from the virus in Wisconsin. Another 2,600, rather, another 26,000 have been tested and cleared. Add Eau Claire schools to the growing num- number of schools across the state that are looking to let students finish the year with all of, without all of their time in the classroom. Eau Claire School Board last night formally requested an hours waiver from the state. Many schools are asking to be let out of required classroom hours because of the coronavirus outbreak. Eau Claire schools have been closed for nearly a month, and there is no word if they'll come back this spring. And that's a big question all over Wisconsin, Bob. All over the nation, really. Will the schools be uh, coming back? A friend teacher of ours in uh, the Los Angeles area said the other day their district is out for the year. Uh, they just made the decision. Got, well, I wonder how they're going to do it because they do year-round school in Los Angeles. Give them a, Some of them do, yeah. yeah She's not a, in the Los Angeles district, but oh. yeah, in that in that region. But that's a good question uh, on some of those year-round programs, too. It's a... Yeah, so it's going to be uh, interesting and challenging going forward. I think uh, what the university is just reopening for the rest of the spring class is now online. Right. The dorms are all closed, right? and so they're going to have online classes. What that means for summer classes, that's still up in the air at uh, the universities and uh, as well as the, right. the tech college. So it's yeah, a challenging time out there, that's for sure. And so much can be done online. Uh, especially with the young people, they accept that way oh, yeah. better than our brains. But oh, boy, but there right. still are labs and projects and things yeah. that they have to get hands on. That's for sure. So the challenges in education and just challenges to life in general right yep. now are tough. That's for sure. All right. Thank you, Scott. Look at some of our local news. 26 minutes before 6 o'clock. Let's find out about our weather. Kelly Slifka is over at Skywarn 13 this morning. 
And some places got kind of wet this morning, Kelly. Yeah, there's been uh, rounds of some uh, showers and storms up to the north uh, from Rice Lake over to Ladysmith. And they've been seeing these rounds move through. We're starting to see a little bit of development uh, toward Menominee. That's headed on to the east. So we'll look at some rain to move through the Eau Claire area probably within the next hour or so. I don't think it'll last real long, but it's uh, out ahead of a warm front. And this warm front may actually trigger a couple of thunderstorms, believe it or not. And that warm front will bring some warm air as we go in the afternoon hours. So we've got some rain moving through this morning. But by by the afternoon, we should get into some sunshine, and with that southerly wind, it's going to really shoot up. In fact, I went down a doubt down to our south. Some areas getting close to 70, calling for a high of 67 here in Eau Claire today. But on the back side of the storm, we'll start to see some clearing, like I mentioned this afternoon, and some colder air will work in tonight. We'll get down to 39 with mostly clear skies. A mostly cloudy day tomorrow uh, with a chance for some showers, highs of uh, 56, so still pretty mild. But then we start to turn colder toward the end of the week. Mostly cloudy Thursday, 46, and Friday, mostly cloudy high of 49. It looks like that colder weather will continue in the weekend. We're talking about some rain and yes, even maybe a little bit of mixture of some rain and snow on Sunday. Right now in Eau Claire with cloudy skies, a little bit of fog, 49 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Ah, sounds good. You're taking your big parkas and goggles off for riding your bike, huh? Yeah, I pretty much um, might need a little bit, though, for the end of the weekend of the weekend, at least the the, the bigger coat, that's yeah, for sure. not too bad. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifka over there at Sky Warren, 13, Looking at our weather forecast, one more item on our calendar. We mentioned the things that have been canceled and postponed. And the Indian Head Hereford uh, sale has been postponed. It was supposed to be this Saturday, April 11th, at the Mark Frederick Farm in Roberts. But uh, the sale has been postponed until May 18th. And as it gets closer, the folks there with the Indian Head uh, Hereford Association, they will uh, keep us informed. But again, uh, don't plan to go to the Mark Frederick Farm this Saturday because there will be no sale. It has been postponed until May 18th. And we'll uh, see what the cattle prices are from the sale barns. Busy day yesterday in most of our sale barns. But again, the, the Barron sale, equity at Barron not having a Monday sale anymore while this virus is on, and they'll reevaluate that as soon as things clear up a little bit. But uh, again, we got to rock and roll and roll with the punches as things are moving forward, hopefully, and getting better. They, what do they say? This week is going to be uh, one of the maybe challenging weeks as far as spike and maybe going down from here. Spike in deaths probably this week, at least in New York. and. Okay. Uh, our our hump might be a ways away yet. All right, here so in this part of the country, we'll have to keep monitoring and see what's going on. All right, we'll get to markets. A little more news. We've got 49 degrees, looking for about 66, 67 today. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes before 6 o'clock here on a Tuesday morning at Wax. We do have a lot of markets from the sale barns that were open yesterday. But before we do that, Scott's more of the news in agriculture. 
Agricultural exports and imports were lower in February. Our exports came in at $11.31 billion, down $130 million. But our ag imports were down over a billion dollars to $10.6 billion. That left us with a positive balance of trade for February of $711 million. That follows a negative balance of $234 million in January. So far for this fiscal year, which started in October, the U.S. has a positive balance of trade for agriculture of just more than $5 billion. For the 2019 fiscal year, we had a positive trade surplus of $4.6 billion. And Wisconsin's entire congressional delegation has come together to send a letter to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue asking him to help the state's dairy industry right now. The letter asked the secretary to authorize US, the USDA to buy dairy products with money from that $2 trillion stimulus package and give it away to food pantries and others in need. They also want his agency to provide money to help in places where food supply chains have been disrupted, as well as reopen the dairy margin coverage program and make payments retroactive to the first of the year. The letter said that without such help, the coronavirus could cause hundreds and even thousands of farms, rural businesses, and food processors to go out of business. And also, Randy, I don't know why I keep calling him Rod, (laughs) Randy Romanski, our acting secretary of... And I saw, I was watching yesterday, there was a press conference, the governor, and he had uh, this lady that's in charge of health or whatever, acting, your secretary-designee. What what in the world's going on? These aren't being approved. For some reason or other, the uh, Senate majority leader and his uh, his party are yeah. saying they're not getting them done. That's all there is to it. Yeah, and I don't know why they're not getting them done, but uh, whatever. But anyway, that caught my attention. But uh, Randy Romanski, who is acting secretary of the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, sent out a letter that said, uh, basically, be there for farmers. They are always there for you. Romanski said in his letter, the COVID-19 public health emergency has forced all of us to think about what is essential in our lives. While some decisions are difficult, others are clear. Food and agriculture are essential. Food and those who produce it are fundamental to our personal well-being and our state strength. We are privileged to live in a state that produces an abundance of nutritious, high-quality foods. From fruits and vegetables to milk and meat, Wisconsin agriculture is diverse and plentiful. You do not have to drive far in Wisconsin to see the farms and fields that feed us. Unfortunately, this pandemic has impacted the entire world and has the potential to cause disruptions to the food supply chain here in the Midwest. And he goes on to talk about other things, but he said, uh, you know, what we should do is, for one thing, shop responsibly. Food is and will be available. Your favorite brands might not be there, but food is there. And buy Wisconsin products. Choose dairy products, including milk and cheese. Pour an extra glass of milk at dinner. Donate those. Donate to those in need. A very difficult time for thousands of people who are underemployed or even unemployed. And uh, many, including our farmers and those in rural communities, are struggling to make ends meet. And fourthly, share your thanks. Now is the time to express your gratitude to our essential workforce, including those in food and agriculture. And he doesn't say it here, but uh, in the healthcare industry as well. They're working overtime. <coughs> 
to make sure we stay healthy. All right, we've got uh, about 18 minutes before 6 o'clock. Got uh, markets to get to. We're going to do that next right here on Wax. The farm markets are being brought to you by McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. You want assurance that your home, farm, and family has the coverage and protection it needs to get through whatever life sends its way. McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance offers insurance for your farm, home, seasonal, and now your local mutual insurance leader for service and stability offers coverage for your auto. McMillan Warner has been protecting your property for over 120 years, and now you can and get that same peace of mind coverage with your auto insurance. To find out more, go to McMillanWarner.com and search for an agent near you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 49 degrees as we continue with the morning chores here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Rod Knutson has the latest from the Equity Sparta Barn. The slaughter come mark today sharply lower with 20% of the cows at 35 to 43 and a half. 60% of the cows at 25 to 35, and 20% of the cows at 25 and down. The organic cows selling good yet, with a market of 63 up to 76 and a half. Slaughterable market lower with a high-yielding commercial bull 70 to 78, with your canner lightweight and utility bulls at 70 and down. Fed cattle on a much lower market, no test on the beef steers and heifers. The overnight Holstein steers at 72 to 77, choice Holstein 60 to 72, with your standard select steers and heifers at 60 and down. Replacement calf market steady with the top Holstein bull calves 70 to $1.20, heifer calves at 10 to 40, and the good beef type calves at $1.40 to $2. Uh, just one reminder for you folks with any beef, uh, fat beef steers and heifers this week, Wednesday, uh, we will not be taking any beef steers and heifers for our slaughter sale. Uh, we will still be taking Holstein steers and slaughter cows and bulls. And this has been Rod Knudsen at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. All right, Rod, thank you. You have a good day, too. Let's continue with markets. We go to the Equity Stratford sale barn now about 16 minutes before 6 o'clock. Jerry Fitzgerald joins us. Good morning, Jerry. you got a busy day today, don't you? Well, Bob, and good morning to you. Yes, we do. And before we do anything, uh, kind of foggy out there this morning. Well, actually, pretty foggy here, so folks do be driving careful as whatever you're out and about doing this morning. So, But uh, I do like that 60-some degrees. That's going to feel good today and a nice warm rain. That's just what we're looking for. So we got got all the other stuff that's going on in the world. There's a few positive things, I guess. Yeah, we'll have some uh, showers that rain this morning but then and fog, like you said. But uh, should see sunshine in upper 60s be a nice one. So, what's going on over there? I know it's, uh, it's for a lot of reasons, it's a struggle right now. Well, Bob, uh, thank you, and we'll tell the folks about that again. Good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford. Uh, a cow market continues to be on a depressed note, uh, and again, uh, lighter volume of cattle yesterday, so that was probably a good thing. But anyway, uh, before we give you the prices, folks, again, please call ahead. Markets change daily and sometimes a lot during the day. So, all right, on market cows yesterday at Equity Stratford on a weak tone here, these high-yielding flesh-ear cows were selling from 40 to 45 and a half. We had one individual super good beef cow bring 51 and a half. Uh, again, that's pretty much out of the ordinary. But your, your average cows yesterday were selling in a range from 30 to 40, thin, plain, light carcass cows, $30 and below. We have no quotation this morning on fed cattle, didn't have any tests on those, and uh, those prices are not really good, so 
ahead if you're planning on selling any Fed cattle. We encourage you to do that on Wednesday. Bull market is weaker also, mostly from 60 to 74, lighter bulls 60 and back. About the only thing that is really holding fairly steady are the calves, 85, 230-pound Holstein bull calves, mostly from 40 to 105. We did uh, fancy bull calves yesterday to 115. Pepper calves, 45 and below on limited demand. Beef calves continue to be in good demand, 100 to 240, up to 255 yesterday on those black calves. Now, busy day in Stratford today. It gets underway this morning at 10 o'clock. Again, folks, we have a large, large hay sale today. Uh, Every, whatever you're looking for, we're going to have it. we got small squares of first crop, small squares of second crop, round bales of first crop, round bales of, of second crop, uh, big square bales. Uh, we have some round bales of rotocut hay. Uh, like I said, whatever you're looking for, we have it. That's a 10 o'clock start time. Again, we do ask uh, interested bidders only. If you want to come and watch, stay in your vehicle. Uh, but if you want to be a bidder, you got to get a buyer's number, respect the other's uh, uh, stay away six feet. Uh, we can get this all worked out. Again, that hay sale be at 10 o'clock, followed by the dairy sale at 11. Market animals to follow the dairy sale. And tomorrow, feeder cattle sale, noontime start for that. Regular Thursday auction is at 11. So, again, like I said, market conditions are changing every single day. So, please call ahead uh, because if you haven't shipped in a while, uh, it's certainly changed even since last week. So, 715 687 4101. And, again, folks, thanks for your cooperation in all these stressful times. It's uh, hard for uh, everybody involved, and it's just I know it's very difficult. So hopefully uh, things will open up pretty soon so we can start moving some of this product, and uh, especially for the dairy industry because it's not pleasant, Bob. But, and, folks, if you are coming to vote today, we're ready for you at 7 o'clock. Use some precautions, of course, if you want to wear a mask, that's okay. We uh, will be furnishing you with a pen. You can bring your own if you uh, want to. So we got all these precautions in place. Just use some common sense, and we'll be there for you for 7 to 8 o'clock tonight. So, Bob, with that, we'll turn it back to you, and you guys have a nice day. All right, Jerry, thank you. And, again, thanks for all your work. Jerry's uh, been in town government, local government, for a long, long time, and he'll be busy at uh, his polling place, that's for sure. All right, we got about uh, 12 minutes now before 6 o'clock at Wax. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608 372-5911 USEMCO, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And more market information. Activities continuing at the sale barns under different conditions than normal, that's for sure. Let's go over to Train Livestock in Thorpe and Michelle joins us. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, good morning, Bob. And you've got, you got some pole duties today, too, huh? I do, yes. <clears throat> I do, excuse me. I don't know why I have this frog in my throat, but it's here. Yeah, well, <laughs> get it out of there, that's for sure. We all we all get <laughs> yeah. those. Hopefully it's not any worse than that. But uh, Oh, uh, come on! <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. So you got to be there right at 7 o'clock this morning, or do you have a little uh, little break till later on in the day? 
No, I'll be there at 6.30. So, oh, 6.30. Yeah. Oh. You got your bars or yeah. cookies all done? No. no Nobody's getting anything in this pandemic. So. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. That's, I talked to poll workers before. They said, oh, yeah, but we get such good food. They make cookies and cakes and brownies. and But I don't know. Yeah, if ours never did that. See, we talked about that, and we were going to do that kind of stuff now. But yeah, you can't, I think we'll hold off yeah. for a while. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Well, we better get you to work here so you can get to the polls. What uh, happened last night at the sale? All right, thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Monday, April 6th at Trainless Stock Market in the Southwark Market. We had two consigners, Triple D Dairy of Thorpe and Daniel Ratz of Cadat, topping the market at 43.5. 80% of the cows up from 32 and above. Market cows were 38 to 43, low yielding cows 32 to 37, thin and weak cows 30 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 60 to 72, with the utilities at 60 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Osteen bull calves sold from 40 to nine to a top of 90 dollars per head, consigned by Doug Luck of Boyd. Lighter and lower quality calves 25 dollars per head and down. Osteen heifer calves were 10 to 50 dollars per head. Beef calves 75 to 195 per head. In the hog market. Butcher hogs were 32 to 34 and a half. Fours were 16 and down. Our next sale will be tomorrow, Wednesday, the 8th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call to the market at 715-669-7127. And, of course, check us out on the web at tlmstart.com. For all the butchery livestock, your family owned an upright market. Make it a great day. Yeah, you have a good day, too. Stay safe. And, again, thank you for... Uh putting yourself out there to work at the polls today because this is uh, not fun times, that's for sure. No, and, you know, yeah, hopefully who hasn't voted by absentee ballot well, it would be earlier, important to vote today. I said earlier, I applied for mine and never got it, so I'm kind of frustrated about well, that. Well, you know what? It is very frustrating that our lawmakers waited until such a late hour to do this because there were people that were told, I mean, you... You cannot wait until the last moment for this stuff. And I wish if you're a legislator, any type of representative, quit playing the politics and, you know, the elections on, it's off, it's on, it's off. You're affecting people that were going to be voting absentee now. And, you know, now the absentees aren't counting, if I'm understanding it right, if it was. You know, extended till yeah. April 13th. Well, it was supposed to be till April 13th. So it's frustrating because if, you know, if you're going to do this, this could have been done probably two weeks ago, but we're going to wait until last summer for everything. Yeah, I think so. uh, a lot of them have fallen down on the job. That's for sure. So anyway, that's why we yeah. vote. That's why we vote. If you don't like them, vote them out. Exactly. That's <laughs> why I get Get right. to the polls and vote. All right. Good idea. We'll uh, We'll talk to you later in the week. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over to Terrain Livestock in Thor. That preceding message, <laughs> as they always say, hey, we've got more markets. At Quick Trip, get the essentials for your family in just minutes. Milk, eggs, bread, plus hot sandwiches, pizza, and more. We'll get you and your family fed quick and simple. We got you covered. Quick Trip, standing strong with the communities we serve. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. They helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. 
Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com, a site about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try Ozzy's online quiz today and win two free tickets to anywhere on United. OZY.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Six minutes before six, let's go to Pat Mickla for the report from the Zambroda Barn. In the cattle division, beef steers were at a dollar to a dollar fourteen with mixed grading from ninety-five to ninety-nine. Beef heifers at eighty to a dollar twelve eighty-five with the mixed grading seventy to seventy-nine. And we had dairy steers from eighty to eighty-eight, with the dairy cross steers ranging from eighty to a dollar six. Market cows traded mostly at 47 to 66. Your thin shelly cows ranged 20 to 46. And we had market bulls trading mostly from 68 to 89. We had market hogs at 25 to 40. Light sows brought 35 to 42. Heavy sows, 44 to 46. And we had some heavyweight boars in, bringing 10 to 13. Looking at the sheep and lamb division, we had market lambs, the shorn and the unshorn, from a dollar twenty to a dollar twenty-five. Fifty to ninety-pound feeder lambs ranged from a dollar twenty to a dollar forty. We had slaughter ewes, utility and goods, from twenty to fifty, with the thin and call ewes bringing from ten to twenty. And just a reminder, coming up this Thursday, April 9th, will be our special feeder cattle sale. That auction will get started at ten o'clock. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Co-op. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Man, I was going to have Scott help me with the markets this morning, but uh, he ran off. He said, I got some brand new Revolution coffee. I got to go brew this coffee up. I don't know what brand it is, but a lot of varieties. If you're a coffee drinker or like specialty uh, coffees, Revolution coffee down in Black River Falls, right on the main drag there. Get yourself some great coffee and tea and other beverages as well at Revolution Coffee, Black River Falls. Well, as we take a look at the markets, uh, the grain this morning... At Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, the cash corn today delivered to the elevator is two ninety eight a bushel. The soybeans at eight nineteen. Now at the Board of Trade, May corn this morning is at three thirty. The oats at two seventy two. Wheat down six at five forty nine. Soybeans up a nickel at eight sixty. Soybean meal down twenty cents a ton at two ninety six eighty. The uh, rest of our country elevator prices on the DTN screen. The elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo. Corn's two eighty four. Beans at eight dollars. Elk Mound corn two eighty seven. Beans at eight eleven. Sparta the corn is two eighty eight. The beans at eight oh six. And over to Ellsworth two seventy six on the corn. Eight dollars on the beans at the ethanol plants. Boyceville's at three dollars. Stanley two eighty two. New Richmond two eighty. Barrel cheese and blocks for both lower barrels at a dollar nine. The blocks at one twelve and three quarters. The great double A butter at one twenty five and a half down two and a half yesterday. April class three down nineteen at thirteen eighty eight. May down 35, 11.83. June down 8 at 13.05. July up 32 at 14.40. August up 41 
at 15.03. Again, 49 degrees right now, 66 showers moving out. Should be a nice day, sun later on. During these challenging times, Equity Livestock in Stratford wants you to know that we are here for you. To better serve your needs starting in April, we will be having a weekly hay and straw sale each Tuesday at 10 a.m. At this time, we can only allow those interested in being active buyers to attend with no spectators. All purchases must be paid for before loading. Give us a call today for all of your hay and livestock marketing needs at 715-687-4101. The all-new 2020 Subaru Legacy has arrived at Chilson Subaru. Visit us on the web at chilsonmotors.com. Wax 101. 